This is the Q from Comic Experience Sci-Fi, and I'm here with Mr. Richie Rollins over there. And I'm Help. giving you my best Brad invitation. Hello, hello, everybody. Yes, we're here to talk about something that's near and dear to our hearts, and we have to put this feud aside that we've been going on, and you've seen us in the wrestling ring, and you've seen us cutting promos, and we have to take this time to set aside to talk about uh, someone that we both looked up to as wrestlers and promo cutters and people that, and that's The Undertaker. Yes, Q, and uh, it's a sad fact that uh, it takes something like this to bring us together, but... Uh, it is. We are here in peace in honor of the dead man. The dead man. The uh, the rest in peace. You know, just... <laughs> I don't know about you, but Undertaker's been probably my favorite wrestler since he debuted. I don't know. He's a... I think he might be one of the best characters wrestling's ever put out there. I think he... I think he is. You know, they were talking about that the other day. They said that might be Vince McMahon's best character. I, I would I would almost agree. I, I would think uh You know, I, I, I like the other guys. I always thought that... <laughs> I always thought that Coco Beware was a pretty good character <laughs> and uh, George the Animal Steel. I mean, come on. Yeah, but they no, none of them lasted as long as... The Undertaker. That's with true. the same character. Like yes. this guy was Right. And even though his matches were almost the same, they weren't as boring as watching Triple H. Because Triple H has some really, long matches. He's got some long matches that got really boring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the Undertaker somehow you just seem to stay in it, even though you knew it was coming. Yeah, and, and it's funny because like you said, even even if you wrestled like a Jeff Hardy, or even when he wrestled maybe somebody a bit like a Mark Henry, his matches were still great. And that just lets you know how good he is as a performer to make these other people who, you know, different styles. You know, you got a high flyer and you got a brawler or got a bruiser or somebody that's technical. Mm -hmm. And all his matches are still decent. They're great. They're good yeah. matches. Yeah, they kept you in it. They, no matter how long or short they were, they kept you in it. They kept what, you in that it. was uh, th that. Like I said, he's a great performer. Great performer. And speaking of matches, great segue there, Richie. We're here to talk about uh, top ten, maybe five. We might start crying in the middle. Of it. Who knows? <laughs> Q's top ten. Undertaker matches. And um, we're going to start off with uh, number ten. And that's going to be uh, Undertaker versus Kurt Angle for the World Heavyweight title when uh, SmackDown and broke up and it was funny because current undertaker was just coming off of the wrestlemania where he wrestled mark henry right. and uh one of the clear things i remember about that match is current angle and undertaker were in a tag match on smackdown before the pay-per-view and um he was trying to send a message to current angle so current angle ended the day day mark henry was in the ring and current angle hit him with an angle slam and current angle was like whoo you know and undertaker's like Okay, okay. And he did his, you know, cut across the throat. And we all know what that means. It means time for the tombstone. That's right. And uh, till then, he hadn't picked up Mark Henry for the tombstone. Right. He choke slammed him, and that was it. Yes. And um, Kurt Angle was like, huh, no way. Get, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you're not about yeah. to pick oh, this yeah. dude yeah, up. Yeah, I remember this moment. Yep. And uh, Mark Henry got up, tombstone right to him. And Kurt Angle wow. was like, oh, shit. Now, like, I got a question about the tombstone before we go on. Okay. The pilot driver is illegal. How is the tombstone still legal? I don't know. That is like the ultimate question <laughs> because like I don't I don't get it. They and it's funny because they had that feud with Jerry Lawler and the Miz. 
And I'm like, real wrestling fans know that Jerry Lawler's finisher is the power driver. Right. It's not that little punch from the second rope. It's the power driver. Right. And it's like, but you let the Undertaker still do the power driver. Right. Is it is it because that they don't fall on their butt? I don't I know. I mean, Undertaker doesn't fall on his butt, right? He falls on his knees. He Back falls the day, on his knees. The power driver they used to fall on their butt. But you know, I guess like the head was the yeah was more yeah. exposed on a yeah. regular power driver. Yeah, because I'm guess if you have them up high enough, you can fall on your knees without their head hitting the mat. Right. I tell you what, in elementary school, I got power driven a lot. Maybe that's what's wrong with me now. Oh, that might be. That explains that and, a lot, Richie. And the DDT, I got that one a lot too. Oh, right? that's, that explains. I a lot. I don't know how many times I was knocked unconscious. And- <laughs> wow. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, um, speaking of, don't try this at home. <laughs> <laughs> how about that number nine match? Uh, number nine, and I know people, a lot of people are gonna get mad at me for this being so low. But it was Monday Night Raw, and it's going to be Undertaker versus Jeff Hardy. And I think, if I recall correctly, that was when Undertaker was uh, the, I want to say the American Badass persona. Oh, okay. That was like the only time that I didn't care about the Undertaker. (laughs) And that was a lot of people saying that. Coming down in the freaking motorcycle. Yeah. I was like, like, if he wasn't already the Undertaker, it'd be something different. Right. If he was coming down as Mark. Yeah. Whatever his name is. Calloway. Yeah, Mark Calloway. Oh, Mark Calloway. Yeah. That might have been cool, but. That's not how he wanted to see the Taker. No, were, you didn't. Those were the hard years of watching the Taker. And it's funny because I'm like, ugh. If I honestly believe that if Undertaker would have kept his persona the way it was, Sting probably would have came to WWE so that we could finally have our Sting versus Undertaker match. It probably, he probably would have came sooner, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, but you had this. And I, I understand why the Undertaker wanted to do that. It, I, I honestly believe that the Undertaker just wanted to be himself. For right. a few years. Right. Because, you know, you got this, you're coming out, and you got to think about it. Undertaker was the only one, because they had to keep up this mystical persona. Right. That Undertaker was the only one. You never seen him at the Hall of Fame. You never seen him at doing events. You never seen him doing commercial, like, you know. No. Nope. Because he, he couldn't be himself. Right. He was always this supernatural entity that was the Undertaker. Yeah. You know, and remember during the Monday Night Royals, they used to go all out. For him to have like superpowers or stuff oh, like yeah. that, the lightning, lightning and all that. And that yeah. So I believe that that was the years where Undertaker was like, "Look, I just want to be myself. Just let me be myself for a few years." And he had some solid matches, like the one with Jeff Hardy. Yeah, the solid matches, but some, but with wrestling it has evolved. It's just more than the matches. It's just the well, yeah. It's now it is. It's the persona. Yeah. You yeah. know, back then, you know, they used to have like Raw was an hour, and they used to have like. Five minute matches and those matches, some of those matches were better than the matches that they put on now. Right, right. You know, so back then, I, and that just tells the tale of the generations. You know, That's we true. cared more about the storyline and the matches. They cared more about the persona. And, yeah. And you know, but you know, but that just goes to a point where, like you said, that that Undertaker was kind of like. Ugh. But match will go on to uh, number eight, and a lot of people are not gonna be mad, gonna be uh, mad at me again for this being so low. But it's mankind and the Undertaker in the hell himself. <laughs> How can that be slow? Well, I mean, anytime, it, anytime you have Mick Foley in a hell in a cell match. <laughs> no, I agree. It was a great. It was a. It was a. It was a good match. But, well, no, technically it wasn't. It was more about the fact that Mick Foley was thrown off the cell. 
and the sale broke. If you go back and look at that match, and Mick Foley will tell you, that was not a good match. It was not well executed. It was he was he was unconscious for the, the half the match. <laughs> what match is he not conscious? <laughs> <laughs> I mean Undertaker, but that goes back to what we said earlier. That's Undertaker's true. professionalism and yeah. ability to put on a good match. Yeah, man, you get the guy from anybody. Birdies, Undertaker's gonna make him look good. Exactly, gotcha. exactly. So that's why that match is so low. It wasn't a good match. It was. It was. It just had that highlight. It just had that highlight. Okay. It just had those highlights. I'll give you that. Um, number seven. We're going to say, and I'm going back to the American Badass persona, and a lot of people are going to be mad at me because it was the American Badass persona and the washed up has been. But I'm going to say it anyway. And that's Undertaker and Hulk Hogan for the WWE Championship. And the only reason I'm saying that is because, wow. look, this A. Hey, if wow. you don't like the list, you don't like no, the list. Go ahead. If you don't like the list. Right. This is the match that people have been waiting for, especially for the title, but go ahead. And they had their match in, in, in the early 90s. They had a little one match. They did, but and people wanted it again because the right. early 90s, Taker was new. Right, and Hogan was on his way out the door. Right. And now, so, now, now Undertaker is huge icon. Some might even said at the time when this match happened, right. he was the uh, the face of the company. Exactly. And you then Hulk that. Hogan comes back. The legend comes back. And <laughs> right. And it's like, and man, and everybody was like, okay, we want Hogan to have the title. Does Hogan really need the title? Like, like they gave it to him, and then like they, okay, so he beat Triple H, and then the very next pay per view, he lost to the Undertaker. And I was like, yeah, they just gave that title to Hogan just because his name was Hogan. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? But again, goes to Taker's professional. And to me, Hogan is one of those people that. Puts on a good match, no matter what age he is, you know. Even when he was in TNA, you know, he had his first match in TNA was he, decent. He knew how to work the crowd. He knew how to work, he knew the, how crowd. To work the crowd. He, moves. Yeah, you know. He knew and, what they wanted when they wanted it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the mark of a true professional. So that's why that match is on this list to me. Wow. Uh, number six, right? We're on number six? I think so, yeah. Okay, number six. Um, I'm gonna go with the six pack Hell in a Cell, and that was with Kurt Angle, Rikishi, uh, Undertaker, uh, Triple H, Stone Cold. The six pack challenge Hell in a Cell, the one that Commissioner Mick Foley made up. Commissioner Foley, Commissioner Foley, yeah. Um, that match was. Great, just because it was the first of its kind. It was six people inside of Hell in a Cell, and Undertaker. Kind of like where Elimination Chamber. Came yeah, from. It probably yeah, where the Elimination Chamber came from. Um, Undertaker choke slams, and he lost that match. Undertaker lost that match, but it's not about the matches that he won and lost. It was about the mat- the best matches that he was in. And some of the most memorable matches that he was in. So I'm not. This list might not be the best matches, but it's the ones that are near and dear to my heart. So that match, I remember that match because that was the match that we brought pay per view for. So because <laughs> I really wanted to see that match. Um, but he choke slam Rakishi off the hell in the cell right into the uh, truck. It was a truck down. I forgot how the truck got there. I think Stone Cold. Probably Stone Cold. Probably, but that was when Stone Cold was a villain too, because that was like after he had no, he was the good guy. That was when Rakishi was the villain, and Rakishi got that push because he had ran over Stone Cold. 
I remember that. He ran over Stone Cold like a few months before. Um, number five. Let's halfway through and no tears yet, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go number five is uh, Undertaker, Ric Flair at WrestleMania, and that's when Ric that was Ric Flair's first match back in the uh, WWE. He came back as part owner. That was right at the invasion, the invasion angle. He came back as part owner. And um, he did something. I think he screwed on the tanker out of something. But he was doing it as his job, you know, as the owner, part owner of the company, you know. Right. And Undertaker didn't like that. So Undertaker went on and beat up his son, David. And um, they told Ric Flair, if you go through with this match, you will, we will strip you of your percentage of the company. Ric Flair didn't care. He WrestleMania, Mia Taker, song, and um, isn't this the one that was supposed to end Ric Flair's career the first time? This was supposed to be his only match. I think this was supposed to be his only match. Oh. But this is the match that got him. That then was like, oh, he Ric Flair can still go, you know. And it's funny because like if you look at that match, um, Flair had hair, and it's like the next time you seen him, he didn't have hair. And I'm like, right. where did Ric Flair hair go? But um. That was actually a really good match. Our Anderson interfered, okay. hit him with the spine buster. You you thought it was over. You probably you know Ric Flair locked on the figure four. It was it was a real good match, and it proved that Ric Flair could still put on. And it's a funny story because um that's when Ric Flair was still able to do the flip over the turnbuckle when he oh, got slammed into the turnbuckle. He still could do that too. He's, he's shit. <laughs> So he, he'll tell you a story. He it was at this Hall of Fame induction. His that was his first match since he had came back. And um he Taker, he you know how they talk in the ring. So he told Taker, he said, Okay, let's do the let's do the flip. Taker throw him in the, he said he barely got on. He said he barely he couldn't even do it. So but he said, Taker knew I wanted to do this flip. I wanted to do this flip. So, but that lets you know the professionalism again of Undertaker. Set him up for the flip, got it over. But that again proves that Undertaker can make anybody look good. His first match back in months—that was no, that was years uh, by that time. There's a lot of there's been a, there was a lot of years throughout his career where they had him, not necessarily in the WrestleMania ring, but throughout mm-hmm. the uh, shows when he would put somebody over. Yeah, it's usually it usually was a. That was a big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you let Undertaker, if Undertaker puts you over, that's a huge Cause deal. Because just wrestling in the, alone in uh, WrestleMania would put you over. Right. You know you're going to lose. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it, a big gonna deal. It's going to be a good match. And then people are going to be like, whoa, he hung in there with the Undertaker. Exactly. Exactly. That's a that's a huge deal. Yeah. So um, we're going to number four. Okay. And we all know these four matches are, we know what these last four matches are. We just don't know what order I'm going to I don't know what they are, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the people, we all, come on now. So, the last four matches we all know. Triple H one, Triple H two. Oh, come on. Shawn Michaels one, Shawn Michaels two. We just don't know what order I'm going to put them in. <laughs> we just don't know what order I'm going to put them in. So, let's go with Triple H, Undertaker, one as number four. Okay. So, that was the match that was supposed to be the... The end of an era match, right? Right, yeah. That was the first one. The end of an era, Undertaker, Triple H, blah, blah, blah. And I remember WWE 
putting off like that Triple H had never fought the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Like they wanted everybody to forget about where he fought him as the American badass. Right. They wanted everybody to forget about that. Right. Um, which was a that was a great match too. Because now he's back as the Undertaker. Undertaker. Right. But that was a great match too. Right. That was in the crowd. They was in the crowd. That was a really that good was match a good they match. put on. I remember that. I remember yeah. that match. Yeah. That, that was a good match they put on. But they wanted everybody to forget about that match. And the match that they put on at WrestleMania was great. That was a really good match. That's rare to say with Triple H involved. See, you know, you, well, you're not a Triple H fan. I am. I like I liked Triple H. Uh-huh. Just not at WrestleMania. Really? Matches are always just too long. At one point, I did like, like it, but as it just became the same shtick over, like this past WrestleMania, I'm sorry, dude. That, that match was way too long. It was, I agree. I mean, I didn't get to bed till 12. I agree. <laughs> 30 or 1 o'clock in the morning. I agree. I agree. And, and um, but I mean, you know, it's, I agree. I can't even argue. They're slow, with too. It's not like they're, they're, they're very slow paced. paced. With it, Triple H. And when it, whenever you fought the Taker, he had to step it up. Yeah. Well, everybody has to step it up when you fight out the Taker. Oh, yeah. Everybody has to step it up when you fight out the Taker. Um, so that goes to number three Undertaker Shawn Michaels, two. The one that ends Shawn Michaels' career. career. Yes. Comes out all white. No, that's no, the first that's one. That's the first one. That's, that's right. the first one. The, the second one, one was... Uh, Wasn't he supposed to retire after the first one, too? Like no, 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 no. That was... He was... Uh, he. That's when he started thinking about retirement. All right. Oh, so let's go back, because you're going to talk about that one. Anyway. We'll talk about that. Well, we'll get there. Shawn anyway. Michaels. Undertaker. Undertaker two. two. And that match... That was an amazing man. That was an amazing. I mean, you can't even I, speak that's that. That's my into number words. one. That's my number one, by the way. Really? That is my number one. Two is your number one. Two is my number one. Number one would be my two. Wow. Those were two exciting matches. Wow. That's the matches I was sitting there yelling at the TV like, oh my god, yeah, you know, yeah. like I thought it was over five hundred times, like yeah. oh, you know. And that's how I did. Well, all four of these matches for me did that for me. Right. I never thought Undertaker would lose. Like there were matches where I didn't think Undertaker would lose. Right. And then there were matches where I'm like, okay, Undertaker might lose this match. Right. You know? And this was before the streak had ended. Right. And I was like, if anybody ends the streak. It would be. It would be the Triple H or Shawn Michaels. And I was thinking more of Shawn Michaels because he's Mr. WrestleMania. Yeah, and that's what I, and you know, and it's like, I always ask myself, why don't they call Shawn Michaels Mr. WrestleMania? And it's a showstopper. And Undertaker is like <laughs> undefeated at WrestleMania. Right, exactly. And it's like. You know, and the streak didn't even become a big thing until, like, he won, like, 10. Right. You know, and yeah. because nobody really thought about it. It was just like, you know, this guy's never lost at WrestleMania. Right. You know, and it was like, and like Triple H said it in the before, before they fought their first match, you've done it all, Taker. I've done it all. We've won titles. We've won Royal Rumbles. We won. We've done all. We've done everything. The only thing that you got left is the streak. The only thing that I got left is trying to break the streak. Right. So it became a point to where it's like, okay, you know, you can't give Undertaker the belt because he's not going to be able to do the six months or whatever you need him to do to win the title. He's just going to have it for one night. Right. You know, yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, so it's like all I got left is the streak. So, but that Shawn Michaels Undertaker match is memorable. And when oh, yeah. Undertaker refused to put Shawn Michaels down. Yes. That was a that was the classic moment. moment. That was yeah, that was the moment that I realized I was like, 
it's over. Because I didn't want Shawn Michaels to retire. When he looked at Taker and he said, thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. I got I got kind of teary-eyed. Yeah. And it was like when he, oh, my God. When he just, that was that was the moment. Um, number yeah. two. All right. Triple H, Undertaker, two. And I remember this match. I was at my friend's house. We was watching this match. And um, they had had a barbecue. They was doing something. It was like somebody's birthday or something. So we all over there. And um, I'm downstairs. It's like a friend of the family or whatever. I'm downstairs. We watching WrestleMania. My mom and them are upstairs. And I remember when Undertaker made the mistake and hit Shawn Michaels. And shot, and he and he did some to Triple H. And Triple H reversed it, turned around. Shawn Michaels hit him with that super kick. Yes. Turned around right into the pedigree, and like we said before, this was that match where it was like one, two, and then when Undertaker oh. kicked out, was like, oh my god, thank you, thank you, oh my god, thank you, Jesus. Like it was like you wanted, you wanted Triple H, and like you, if anybody would have broke the streak. I wanted it to be one of them, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. And Undertaker, and that feud built up so great because it's like, Shawn Michaels, what makes you think you can do what I couldn't do? Right. You know, and that whole feud for those two years was probably the best feud that WWE that was had going. one of the best feuds, yes. I that thought. they had going. And it was like, they because to me, WWE has a lot of, they start off with good feuds, either they let them go too long, Right. Or they cut them off too short. Right. You know? But this feud was a feud that I didn't mind watching for a year. You know? Yeah. No. It was like, you know, and then when Undertaker came out, because remember, he couldn't walk out under his own power at the first Triple H. Right. Undertaker. So when he came out, we didn't know who he was going to face. And when he said, I won the battle, but didn't win the war, I was like, what is he talking about? Right. And then when he challenged Triple H, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Um, this is the part of the segment where I do my runner-ups. So my first <laughs> one. Oh, you got to do runner-ups. You got to let the people know. Oh, gosh. So my first runner-up will be Undertaker versus Kane. It's always classic when you got the oh, yeah. brothers going at it. Yeah. But we're talking about the, the uh, Inferno match. Oh, Yes. The Inferno match. Undertaker versus Kane, the Inferno match. That, and that's probably going to be my only runner-up because that match, to me, deserves to be on the top 10. But these were the matches that on the top 10 were the matches that I just felt like were. So no uh, mention of the streak ending match with Brock Lesnar. No, because, <laughs> no, that don't get no play. No love. No, no Roman, love. No Roman Reigns. Oh, hell no. Now, nah, you definitely know that's not going to be on this list. <laughs> so you're up. Are you like most of the fans? You're upset that they decided to end the career with Roman Reigns. Well, nobody knew his career was going to end. So I'm except not. For, a, except for Undertaker. Except for Undertaker. But I'm not upset that. He, I'm upset. Okay. I'm not upset that his career ended. Okay, that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Liar. If you've looked at my Facebook, you know I'm upset. Um, I'm upset that it wasn't his last match. And I knew something was up when Roman Reigns kept calling us his yard. This is my yard. This is my yard. This is my yard. And then when Undertaker came out and said, no, this is still my yard. Like, I'm 
just not here. But, you know, this is still my yard. Yeah. And um, I'm like, okay, getting a little sneaking suspicion here. But then when JR came out, Oh, you to knew. call the you, match. You knew it was. You knew it was his last match. Like, I, I, I'm like. We all called it at the party I was at. We're all like, "Oh shit!" Because yeah, because Jr. got fired. Right. Well, he's so, back for two years now. No, he got. Oh, has he been back? They no, they signed him back. Uh, oh, for right two years now, yeah. Uh, but uh, he yeah. only came really was back because of the Undertaker. Oh yeah, because they're all buddies. Yeah, yeah. and Undertaker and, and wanted Stone him. Cold. I was surprised Stone Cold wasn't the special guest referee. Or well, no, Austin didn't know. Either no one knew. Did Jr. know? Because Jr. was there, or, did they, or Jr. didn't know either. So they well, J- I think Jr. knew because you, he asked him to come back. Do you think that Vince knew? That's a good question. Because Taker, he, it was always up to Taker. It's always up to Taker. It's always up to Taker. Up to Taker. Uh, Vince would have let he, he Taker chose, go. Yeah, Taker chose Roman. put over Roman. Right. So, but that, that's what I say. When Jr. came out, I'm like, Jr. got fired. Like, why the fuck is he here? Like, not that I'm not upset because I love JR. Right. JR is the greatest of all time. JR will take. But he's coming out just for this match. Just for this match. Like, JR only comes out when there's big things going right. down. So I'm like, so I'm like, what the heck? Okay. JR is coming out. That's weird. So then, you know, the match is going on. And it's the best match I think could possibly put on at the time. You know, oh, you yeah. could tell, you know. And he didn't go old school. He didn't go old school. That's why he lost. That's what happened. I, I just realized that. He's he got to hit all his. He's got to hit, hit all his moves. You got to hit all your old finishers. And then you know what? I knew Undertaker was hurt when I seen him do snake eyes. Yes. And when he came off the ropes for the leg drop. Yep. No, When you ever see Undertaker do that leg drop, right. he jumps. Yeah. And lands. No, it's like, like he was just like gliding. Yeah, and yeah just he just like came him. off the ropes and just fell on him. Yeah. And I was like, okay. It's kind of like watching Hulk Hogan do his leg drop. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, yeah. After the hip surgery. After the hip surgery. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. But so then when Roman Reigns won, no, when Undertaker looked at Roman Reigns, no, when Roman Reigns saw Undertaker to stay down, and Undertaker was looked at him and was like, you don't have the balls. You got the balls. When Roman Reigns hit that spear and they counted to three, one, I was pissed. First thing, I was pissed. How <laughs> the fuck you let this, how you fuck you let her take a little to Roman Reigns? <laughs> so I was pissed. Um, second, I was like, okay, cause well, whatever. I mean, I'm like, at this point, it's like, he already got the one loss. Like, it, it, Two ain't gonna really matter. You're right. like twenty seven and two. Okay, who the fuck yeah, cares? But you know, the next time he loses, it's the yeah. End. Like, and I'm like, the next time he loses, that'll probably be it. But yeah. what? Like they pushing. We, we all knew that was in the contract. Yeah, and I'm like WrestleMania. You, yeah, and I'm like you forcing Roman Reigns down our throats anyway. So he, he might as well beat the Undertaker, whatever. So when Roman Reigns got out the ring, I was like, okay, it's something weird going on. Because usually the winner stays in the ring, right, to let the fireworks go off and everything. Yeah, but he left the ring. But he left the ring and did that on the ramp. And then when Undertaker got up, he sat up and um, put his coat and his hat on. Yep. I said Undertaker never puts his coat and hats on nope. when he leaves the ring. He always just get off the ring, get out the ring, put the fist up, 
going to the darkness. Right. So when he put everything back on, I'm like, don't you do it. I'm like, don't you do it. And then when he came to the center of the ring, I'm like, hell no. Don't you do this. Not, don't you do this. Like, don't do this. And he unstrapped that first glove. I'm like, I know my neighbors thought I was crazy. Because I'm like, no. Fuck that. No. No. Throw him in the middle of the ring. I'm like, okay. You you have retired. You have you have retired now, but you get, <laughs> now you super have retired. Just, like now it's every other WrestleMania. You know, yeah, not right, every right. WrestleMania, every other WrestleMania. You're just pissed because you lost the Roman Reigns. That's yeah, all. that's all. That's you're, it. That's it. You're not retired. You're quitting. You're quitting. <laughs> yes, you're quitting. You know. So he takes the coat off, and I'm like, he not doing this. You can't do this to me. Like. <laughs> like like Goldberg lost already tonight, so I know he done. So like you can't do this. He's to not me. done for good though. Yeah, but he's like he's not you. Like right. I have like all I got now is Kane and Big Show and Jericho. And who knows when Kane's coming back? Cause he's who, running for office right now, in, like, right? Tennessee or something. So who knows when he's coming back? Right? Who knows? He might be done. Yeah. So it's like, dude. So then he took off the hat. And I'm like, okay, well, he just, he just, you know, he got to have a hip surgery. So maybe he don't know if he's going to come back after the hip surgery. I ain't thinking about nothing. I knew it was over when he got out the ring. Because Undertaker never breaks character. Ever. Okay? Right. I knew it was over when he got out the ring and went to the sideline and kissed his, his wife. wife. Yep. I knew that was it. I knew it was over. Yeah. And she moved. She was behind the announcer's booth and she moved over there. So yeah. So they, I, they talked about that. Really? Well, they had to. Or okay. else, or else she's just really into it. Right. So I knew I knew it was over. Yeah. Because Undertaker doesn't break character. So I knew it was over. It's a beautiful finish, man. It, it was. For, it was. For and then when he careers, went, when you think about it, like anytime you, if, if you're retiring, you wrestled Taker, it was a great end to your yeah. career. And then he ended it with. What he, what he gave everybody else. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's, you're right. It was great. I mean... So, your number one match, what is it? Well, we already know what the number one match is. It's <laughs> Undertaker Michaels 1. The light versus the dark. Light versus dark. Light versus dark. That's when he came out of WrestleMania 25. <laughs> um, again, I lost for words. This, <laughs> this is... A lot of people consider this match the greatest match of all time. I think it's up there in my... You know, to, when you think about matches at WrestleMania, is this one, you know, you got Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Iron Man match. Right. You know, you got Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels. That was a great match. That's WrestleMania. Yeah, that's WrestleMania. He's, he said Mr. WrestleMania, you know. You got Rockstone Cold 3. Yep. Because to me, Rockstone Cold 1 was good. Rockstone Cold 2 was ruined by Stone Cold becoming the bad guy. Rockstone Cold 3 was like a pure match. It was like, because it wasn't for the belt. It wasn't a storyline. It was right. just those two guys that had been wrestling each other for years. Putting on the most putting electrifying on the show. Show matches of all, all time. time. That was it. You know, that, that was it. Which that was Stone Cold's last match. A lot of people didn't right. know that until after the match yes um the only person that knew that i think was the rock and jim ross i think the only two people that knew yep um but anyway what about uh hulk hogan and the rock oh hogan and the rock when you think of wrestlemania that was a great match hulk hogan and the rock um of course undertaker and uh 
I hate to say it. Undertaker and Brock, you think about that one. Just because he ended the streak. Just because he ended the streak. And then he also got like, we can go out all day. You yeah, you can Andre, go on. Giant, yeah, Giant and Hulk Hogan. Hogan. You got... Uh, when he picked uh, up Andre the Giant for the second time. Everybody yeah, thought it was the first time, time nope, but it was The second time, it was the second time. Yep. You got... The Bret Hart versus Yokozuna, then Undertaker yeah. versus Yo- I mean Hulk Hogan Cole versus Bret Hart. Stone Cold versus Bret Hart. You got. I mean, you need John go. Cena, Max. No, I'm just kidding. No. You <laughs> <laughs> was about to get kicked off the podcast. Santino Marella. Those matches were. Those matches were perfect. Those matches were perfect. 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 Then the Cobra. The Cobra. The Cobra. The Cobra. Um, he was an uh, intercontinental champion for a uh, hundred no. days or something. Something, something like that. And, something you know, like that. the Hunter Top Man was like uh, 200 in, or 462 days. Something, something. It was he something. Was, it was he was something. on his way to that street. He, he almost beat it. He, he almost, almost beat it. Beat it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know, Mick Foley and Edge. That was a great match. Just about any ladder match that has the Hardy Boys or Edge and Christian. Hardy Boys. Any of those yeah, matches. Were those, were, those were great matches. So I mean, so Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, obviously. Yes. Up there. Top five. Right. Um, obviously, my greatest Undertaker match of all time is Shawn Michaels Undertaker 1. Um, if you have never seen any of those matches, I suggest you go on <laughs> YouTube and watch them because those matches are just, they're phenomenal. Um, Let me ask you this. Yes. Since we're coming to the end here. Yeah. And people are upset about Roman Reigns winning. Uh, who do you think of the, because obviously he's going to retire. He's got to put somebody over who's young. Right. Because the company needs it. Right. Who would you like to see? Did you want to see Bryant, uh, whatever his name, uh, Wade Bryant last year? Uh, Me personally, I don't like that character. So no. No, <laughs> so, no, 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 no. If he would have had to put over anybody, I would have liked to see him go with AJ. Like AJ Styles. Okay. Yeah, AJ Styles but they consider AJ Styles an older person. Right. Because he's been he's in been the game a while. So if it would have been would. had to have been a young, young guy. Yeah. I like Dean Ambrose. I I like Dean totally Ambrose. Totally disagree with that. Really? I like Dean Ambrose. I don't I like, like him at all. I don't, I, but see, you're asking a bias first because to <laughs> me, none of these guys are good enough to defeat the Undertaker. I personally would like to see CM Punk come back. I would love that to would, see CM that would have, That would have been a, a nice finish. A nice I rematch. And I thought his last match should have been against Kane. I would have yeah. loved to see... I would have loved to see Kane Undertaker for the title one more time. Really? Yeah. Because to me, Kane... They, to me, they've played Kane. Kane's only been a world champion three times. Yeah, that's right. He has. So, and... To me, Kane should have at least had... a. Like at least two or three more runs. Kane should be one of those guys where you'd be like, Kane had won the title like seven times. Like he should you know what I'm saying? He should be that guy. And um You know, they could have played a, a WCW card and they could have brought in Seth Rogan and uh, he defeats the Undertaker. Really? That was just stupid. That, that was, was just so <laughs> he just wanted to just wanted to say even though, anyway, anyway, besides <laughs> Sausage Party being a great movie. I got you a plug now. Um No, I just I I would have loved to see Kane and Undertaker one more time. Okay. All right. You know, and I would love to see them bring the Inferno match back for Kane and Undertaker. That would have been cool. Or a Buried Alive match. I would have loved to see the Undertaker retire in a match that he, oh. that was made for him. Three Falls. Three Falls. Casket yeah. match. Casket. You know, uh, Inferno. Inferno and Hell in the Or Buried Alive. 
Yeah. You know, I would have loved to see in a hell in a cell. In a hell in a cell. <laughs> so like, I would have loved to seen that. So actually, you just wanted Undertaker to die for real, because that would have killed him. He's well, that would have been his. And like I said, but see, that would have been a proper send off for. No, I mean you would kill. You would have killed Mark. <laughs> <laughs> He's too old he too to be old. Came that. too. Came by that attack during that match. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dangerous that was those are dangerous that's a, that's a dangerous dream well, remember man. remember when he had the one tag team match with him and big show versus the rock and sock connection oh yes and big show threw big foley off the stage into yes. the hole yeah and i'm like that that's another undertaker match it's yep. another undertaker match yep. but it's like um i just that that would have been my dream ended okay kane and undertaker one more time or if if you want to do that, put Bray Wyatt over. Yeah, I, let I, Bray Wyatt go against Undertaker or Braun or Braun Strowman. Strowman let you know? one of these people that have the supernatural entities right. go against Undertaker because right. now you got that the old supernatural versus the new supernatural. Stick to your because, guns. You know, a great storyline would be in four or five years is whoever beat Undertaker, which is Roman Reigns, is undefeated. He's <laughs> hunting down the street. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, I mean, right? You could that, set up the next guy. Exactly. He took the power from the Undertaker, and that's why he doesn't lose. The WrestleMania Vince right. needs to hire me because uh, hey, 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 one of us, <laughs> one of us needs to go. All right. Well, that's been our tribute to the Undertaker. Um, thank you, Taker, thank for you. all the memories. Thank you, Undertaker, for all the memories, and uh, for all you people out there. Just remember, rest in peace. Oh, and oh. next week <laughs> we're gonna talk about. Our favorite Fast and Furious moments, car chases. Is this franchise is about to rest in peace? Pretty much. <laughs> this has been the Q and Richie. Richie.